0: Did yeah, grandpa of the left foot too? Hmm. You're our are aren't you? Be here in this place, and uh, I know Father's Day is a little bit interesting, right? Um, Father's Day for some people can be a lot of joy, uh, Father's Day for some people can be kind of sad. Uh, for some people, you can uh, uh, look back on, um, on your childhood, and there can be a lot of very fond memories there. Uh, for other people, you look back at uh, your childhood, and uh, uh, that was a very difficult uh, time, and the relationship maybe that uh, you had with your father was very, very difficult and could be very hard, and uh, maybe, maybe, just as Wayne had mentioned, maybe uh, there came a point in time where you were uh, out of touch with your father, maybe he passed away, or maybe your family was uh, broken up and separated, and maybe your father wasn't around, and, So the emotions can be all over the place, and so this morning, uh, my desire is not to talk about uh, your father or the role of a father, but my desire this morning is to share with you the good father, the good father. Who is the good father? I just want to talk about uh, the nature and the characteristics about the God that we have in heaven, because he is, in fact, a good father. He is a good father. I come to you in the spirit of the Apostle Paul, as he was writing uh, to the Hebrews when he said this in Hebrews chapter 3, verse 13. it be on the screen here. It says, Encourage one another daily as long as it is called today so that none of you may be pardoned by sin's deceitfulness. Today, I simply want to encourage you and to remind you of the goodness of the Father that we have. Um, several years ago, apparently there was a, uh, a survey that was put out uh, to a bunch of uh, moms, and uh, and they said, uh, uh, "Tell us about uh, the characteristics of uh, your husband, and what are some of the qualities? So, what are some of the things that you appreciate about your husband?" And these are some of the things that they wrote down. They appreciate husbands who attack small repair jobs around the house because they usually make them big enough to call in a professional. <laughs> They said that they were thankful for dads that were around there and uh, things that they were thankful for, but for children who put away their things and clean up after themselves. They're such a joy, and you hate to see them go home when they're done visiting your house. Nobody got them, right? Sometimes kids come over, and they're better behaved than your own kids. All right. We're going to try to do this in an interactive way, I'll tell something funny, and you'll laugh, and you'll say, good one, Steve, right? we're going to move forward with that. If they're bad, then you can do it. It's all right, too. Here we go. For teenagers, because they give you, uh, they give parents the opportunity to learn a second language. Also appreciate uh, what they appreciate is smoke alarms, because they let you know when the meatloaf is done. <laughs> Maybe you've heard this before. This is a uh, daughter who goes off to a college, and uh, Dad's at home, he's kind of afraid, he hasn't heard from his daughter for quite some time, and she's off at her freshman year of school, and eventually she writes home and she says this. Dear Dad, sorry I haven't written sooner. My arm was broken. I broke it, and my leg, when I jumped from the second floor of the dormitory when we had the fire. We were lucky. The guy across the street from the bar, he saw the blaze, and he called the fire department. They were there in minutes. I was in the hospital for a few days. Paul, the guy from the bar across the street, came to see me every day. And because it was taking so long for the dormitory to be livable again, I moved in with him. He has been so nice. I must admit, I'm pregnant. Paul and I are planning to get married as soon as he can get a divorce. I hope things are fine at home. I'm doing fine will be writing more as soon as I get the chance. Your daughter, Susie. P.S. None of the above is true, but I did get a C in sociology and I flunked chemistry, I just wanted you to receive the news in proper perspective. <laughs> proper perspective, proper perspective. If you want to have the right perspective on who our good father is. Like I said, I don't know what the relationship that you have with your father, I don't know how your kids would summarize uh, your being a father, or how you would summarize your kids and that relationship. Sometimes it's filled with joy, and sometimes it's filled with a lot of guilt. But here's what we can do, is we can direct all of our attention to the good father. So I want to remind you of some things that we know are true about our father in heaven. So remember these things. It's there in your bulletin. You can kind of fill in the blanks and follow along. So write these things down. Remember this, that God is good. Write that down. God is good. Psalm chapter 106, verse 1 says, Praise to the Lord. Give thanks to the Lord. For he is good. His love endures forever. Here's something interesting about that. God is always Good. Always good. I try to put that standard on anyone else that you know on this planet. They're always good. You can't. But here's what we know. God doesn't have any false motives. Have you ran into people that you thought were your friend then you find out they've got false motives and maybe they're jockeying for a position at work, and they're trying to push you out, or maybe they're just trying to butter you up because they know that if they kind of work the angles, they'll be able to get something from you that they, they want to get from you, and God is always good, there's no false motives, there's no hidden agenda, uh, there is no trying his best, and I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying, you know, and I keep going backwards, but I'm trying, and, and you might hear that from other people, you'll never hear that from God. God is always, always good. We really can't quite comprehend that, but the reality is is that God is always good. He makes no mistakes. I'm grateful, and I just want to remind you that God is good. He's a good father. A good father. Write this one down on the second one. Remember God's unfailing love. His unfailing love. Let them give thanks to the Lord, Psalm chapter 107 says, for his unfailing love. Once we accept Christ as our Savior and we make a commitment to him, it is an unfailing love. It is an unhuman love. We only know failing. We only know feeling, love. This is an unfailing, unhuman love. Hi, Sarah. Just want to say hi to you guys and your family there down in the gym. I know you're down there, and uh, just want to say hi to you and welcome. Glad that you're here. They're watching through the monitor there. But God has an unfailing. I don't know anything that doesn't fail. A couple of weeks before I moved here, um, I'm driving around, all of a sudden my car gets a, lot, a little bit louder, and a little bit louder, and a little bit louder, and uh, they kind of where the, the manifold comes down, and kind of c- connects together in the exhaust system there. There's this thing called a flex pipe that's inside your exhaust system that connects a, the tail pipe and goes up, and that thing came disconnected. And so I'm driving around, my, my car's kind of got a little bit of a rumble. Then it's kind of got a kind of a roar. And so I take it to my friend, and, uh, and uh, he says, yes, dude, I can, I can probably weld that up. And so he puts some weld on it, and I drive it around a little bit. And and uh, and sure enough, about two weeks later, it came disconnected again. It, it failed. And, and so he took it back and said, well, I can probably do a better job on that. And he, he fixed it again, and so I drove it over here. And, and well, it, it has failed again. And now when I started up and driving around my neighborhood, it sounds like I, I got a rocket. You know, I'm just going to strap myself into a rocket and drive that around for a while because that's what it sounds like right now. Until so I can get—I don't know what unfailing is. I only know what failing is. I only know what failing is. We got a picture here of uh, this guy came to my house um, uh, w- when we moved from our acreage where we lived. Uh, we were on our uh, on LP, an LP propane tank. And our dryer was hooked up for LP. Well, now we live in the big city of Leclerc. And, uh, uh, you know, when we are stuck in traffic jams, we're doing laundry, right? That's the joke there. the no traffic jams. There. And so uh, now we're in the big city of Leclerc. And uh, we had to convert the dryer from LP to natural gas. And uh, so I watch some YouTube videos, so I was to know. no. My son says, no, Dad, this is gas. You know? You're know, you not going to fiddle with that. You're going to blow up your house. So, okay. so we call him the professional, right? And you can see he's got to take this thing apart. Tiny little orifice in there in order to change it from LP to natural gas. He's got to take the whole thing apart. I'm glad that he did, because he's the professional. You know, paid him $200 to come, and he changes it up, puts it back together, says, yep, Steve, you're going to be good to go. And he leaves. 20 minutes later, we throw a load in there and try it. Hello, this is Steve. You were just in my house a little while ago. Oh yeah, 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 You know, he says, I think I know what the problem. Is. I don't know. I don't know what unfailing is. I only know what failing is. I don't know what unfailing is. I'm very familiar with failing. Listen to this. I don't know if you do this, but uh, auto parts stores. What we've got Griffiths down here and McCarthy. McCarthy 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 Boot. What is it? McCarthy. McCarthy, McCarthy Auto Parts. You guys are familiar with O'Reilly's and, you know, all those and all those auto parts stores. Did you know that the auto Parts industry is a four hundred billion dollar industry. Auto parts is four hundred billion dollars in auto parts. That's, that's the industry worldwide, and that is to service that is to service a one point seven trillion dollar new car industry. You got a four hundred billion dollar industry that is supporting the 1.7 trillion dollars of cars. What is You know what that 400 billion dollar industry is up built on? The fact that that 1.7 trillion dollars worth of brand new cars are all going to fail. They're all going to break down. The whole industry is built on. They're going to break. I don't know what unfailing is. But the Bible says that God's love for us when we accept Jesus as our Savior It's an unfailing love. And he is always good. Always good. Unfailing. That is our heavenly father. He's a good father. Write this down. Remember that God is always near. Psalm chapter 145, verse 18 says, The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He is always near. He's always near. You know, ever use a GPS system and uh, you type in the coordinates? The, the uh, concordance? No. The Board coordinates. The coordinates. Type in the coordinates. You type in the coordinates of where you want to go, Right? And uh, you type that in, you set it up, and uh, maybe you speak that into your phone. You know, phone, uh, take me to the nearest donut, right? You know, you say things like that to your phone. Maybe I've said that. And, you know, and so you're going down the road, and, uh, and uh, all of a sudden uh, the turn comes up on you a little bit quicker than you think, and you miss the turn, and then all of a sudden the thing starts blaring at you. It says recalculating, recalculating, recalculating. Maybe it says finding alternative route. Finding alternative route, but what it's kind of communicating to you is you don't really know where you are. Uh, your laws, and I'm not sure where do you want to go anymore. But I'm going to try to take you where you thought you wanted to go originally. And this thing is kind of it's kind of communicating with you, and trying to figure it all out. Yeah. Guess what? Uh, this morning is Father's Day, and uh, my children are horrible. Uh, they should have been coming to my house and serving me breakfast and. And they should have been, you know, repaying me for all of the favors that I did for them. You know, holy God, change your diapers, don't you owe me some cash right now? Something like that. That's where they should be, but they're <laughs> not here. And they are miles and miles away right now this morning. But their good father is right there with Later on, I hope to go and visit my dad today. He's in Rockford, and he's in uh, feeling health. And he's been in, he's been in kind of in this state of decline for quite some time. And and we've all known that he's got kind of early. He's eight five years old. Got a little bit of dementia kind of there. We didn't know all the things that were wrong. We just knew dad's kind of moving downhill. And just this week, he went in and got tested. The only reason they went to get tested was because he needed to renew his meds, and so they wouldn't let us renew his meds until he. They kind of took a few tests, and they took some tests on Tuesday. And said you need to come back, and now we have discovered his his kidneys are failing, and he's probably got uh, the, the doctor kind of tested. And said so there's no really any reason to look any further, but we're pretty sure you have some uh, cancer in your colon, and uh, you got kind of some spots on your lungs, and you've got an aneurysm on your aorta. And so all all of those parts, all of those parts are failing, and they're they're going to fail in all of us. But this is what I know. God is near my father right now. I'll get to be near him later today. My father is near my kids. And my father is with us right now. And my father is near my dad. So remember that he is good. Remember he is unfailing. And he is always with us. That's who God is right this down. Remember this. All of the answer prayer. Life can be hard. Life can be difficult. Sometimes we do things to make life hard for ourselves. Sometimes things come from outside of us and life can be very difficult. But there is always answered prayer. Psalm says in chapter 118, verse 21, I will give you thanks for, your, for you answered me. You have become my salvation. God always answers our prayers. Uh, you know this. He always answers in one of three ways, right? He will say, Yes. Yeah, uh, you ask and, him, uh, and that's what I was uh, th- that's what I was wanting to do, and uh, that's what we're going to do. I'm answering yes. Sometimes uh, the answer is not yes. Sometimes the answer is no. I'm God. You're not. And the direction that you're going and, and kind of where do you want to be and the, the dream that you have, that's not my dream for you. That's not my hope for you. That's not what I intend for you. The answer is no. Sometimes God just says wait. Sometimes he says yes. Sometimes he says no. Sometimes he just says Keep praying. Keep praying. There's things I'm teaching you beyond the desires that you have. Keep praying. Keep praying. Keep praying. Sometimes it's yes. Sometimes it's no. Sometimes it's wait. But He always answers our prayers. He is a good Father. Remember this: the Bible, the Bible, the Bible gives us answers. Um, you ever use YouTube to fix something? Uh, you ever have a problem? I had a good friend over in, uh, uh, where we came from, in the early area, and he was always working on tractors, and he was always pulling up YouTube videos to figure out you know, how to change that. And where's that you know, hidden bolt? There's, it's not coming off. There's a hidden bolt somewhere. you got to find that thing. And, uh, years back, I, I had to fix my washing machine. And uh, it's going to sound like I'm an appliance nightmare. I, I kind of am. But uh, I wanted to fix the washer. There was this water pump going out. So I watched a YouTube video made it so simple. I just off a few parts and we can watch that thing. And it showed me how to fix how to fix it. You ever go anybody ever do that? Anybody? Am I the only one? Anybody? Some of you guys are like, yeah, okay, you want the YouTube. Guess what? Way before YouTube. God said, you're gonna have problems in your life. Jesus said in this world you're gonna have trouble. And we're instructed in scripture We can avoid a lot of these troubles because we have an instruction book. All the answers are there. Scripture tells us to look at this word Psalm chapter 119, verse 62. It says, At midnight I rise to give you thanks for your righteous laws. That's Scripture. That's Scripture. That's God saying, hey, you want to know how to figure out this problem? You want to know how to figure out your financial difficulties? You want to find out how to... What do you do when, when everything in your world seems broken? What do you do? Turn to Scripture. Come to me. I'll give you the solution. Turn to Scripture. Write this down. Remember this. The gift of God's own Son 2 Corinthians chapter 9 verse 15 says "Thanks be to God for his indescribable gift." Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 says "For it is by grace you have been saved through faith and not from yourself it is the gift of God not by works." So that no one can boast, nobody gets to sit back and say, I'm so good, God owes me heaven. The reality is is that we can all look in the mirror and say, I'm so bad, I deserve hell. But the gift of God is that he makes me righteous in his sight. He is the good father with un failing love that is always near and gives us his word that we can figure out and navigate this life with our brothers and sisters in the church. and He is always with us and he has given us his son. Romans chapter 6 verse 23 says, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. That's who our God is. Listen to this, I'm just going to read it to you and try, you're not going to be able to comprehend it. I don't comprehend it, but just make your best effort here. When we accept Christ, listen to this. Regardless of our past or current circumstances, through Christ, I have enough mercy Grace, strength, forgiveness, love, hope. For us more than we can comprehend. He asks us to share that uh, with people that don't know him. And really, what he wants us uh, to do is Paul wrote in 1 Thessalonians, chapter 5, it says, Be joyful always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. I'm confident as uh, I'm new here and I'm new in the area and I'm new in the community and several of you have talked to you on the phone and uh, kind of got a little bit of a geographic feeling of the area here and a little homework on some of the other churches in the area and the Riverdale school district and kind of looked at uh, the number of the number of people that uh, have uh, children in, within the, the context of our church, and within the context of kind of the greater Riverdale School District area here and, and how many people have children that come to church here and, and kind of start thinking our church has a mission field. Over here we've got a poll that kind of represents a lot of different mission fields but the reality is, is that a countryside Christian church has a mission field right here within 5 and 10 miles right around us. There's a lot of people that, they're not even at a church. I've done my homework. I know that for a fact. But there's people around us that right now they're waking up and they're mad. Today they're waking up and they're mad because it's Father's Day. And they have nothing but anger towards their father and towards God. And we know the good Father. Jesus says that we are to be engaged in a great commission where we share the love that we have that comes through Jesus with people that are around us. We communicate to them. And we show the love of Jesus to them. That's our job, church. That's who we are. I don't know where all of you are in the journey. If you need to recommit to Christ, if that's something that you need to do, I would just encourage you to take time to do that. Reconnect with Christ. If you've never been baptized into Christ if who needs to be your Lord and your Savior, I would encourage you to do that. Be baptized in Christ. Go public with it. Let other people know. Let your church family know that that's a desire that you have, to be baptized in Christ. Whatever Christ is calling you to do this morning, act on it. It is the request of a good Father. Let's pray. Father, we come to you. We thank you for all that you are and who you are. We ask, Father, that uh, maybe others here, like me, are going to be able to go and spend time with their parents or their dad. Father, we ask that we can share that love there. If we're going to spend time with our children, we ask that you would help us to share that love there. But Father, most importantly, we ask that you would always call to the forefront of our mind that you are the giver and the author of perfect love. And we learn that from you. We thank you for all that we have. Blessings from your son Jesus. And it's in his name we pray these things. amen.